Welcome to episode 17 of Advanced Scout, your favorite podcast about clutch baseball, a card game that's actually a board game about a ball game. I'm Paul Seeley, manager of the Fed Wheezy Fusion. Thanks for tuning in. Before we get started, I'd like to remind you that Clutch has a Discord, and it is awesome. Chat about the game, play games, check out cool team building resources, break the rules of the game, and more. Come join us. A link to the Discord will be in the description of this podcast. So this is a special episode, because there is a lot of confusion about how the phases of this game work. And despite my constant, constant, please, to read the role phases document, we still have the same issues pop up. So... Maybe you'd rather hear it, because reading is hard. So, I'm just going to talk about it here, so that hopefully, we get less confusion on how these phases work. There are many phases, but they follow a strict order. Every single card in the game adheres to this order, and this order supersedes anything else written on any card. First phase. The before phase. This is the easy one. Any card that says before, whatever comes after before, so before the pitch, you play that card before whatever is in the blank. On deck circle says before the swing, so you play it right before the swing. Easy enough. Next, the roll phase. This phase takes into account the physical act of rolling dice and also encompasses any re-rolls and after-the-fact modifiers. This phase goes roll first, then any cards that either add or subtract to the roll after the fact, and also any re-rolls. So if a roll is re-rolled, anything else already played in the phase will carry over to the next roll. So you want to add to your command or x-zone or your swing, and you want to do it after you roll for those things, this is when you do it. If you want to play deja vu to re-roll a swing, this is when you do it. This does not include result changes. Those come next. Next, result phase. A result is a pending outcome. Changing a result refers to cards that specifically say change the result to. So something like high chopper that can change a ground ball to a single, that goes here. A card that was played earlier that can change a result, like light tower power or dialed in, That result change effect triggers here. Once we start changing results, we cannot go back into the roll phase. So once you play high chopper, you cannot go back and deja vu your swing if the check passes. We're already here. Cards played before this phase but with a result change effect, like light tower power or dialed in, those will trigger as soon as you enter the result phase. So... The shift changes a single into a possible ground ball before any other cards are played in this phase. So if there is a card that said change a single to a double, you would not be able to play that before the shift triggers. Because once you hit the result phase, the shift triggers. But a card like Instant Replay that can add to the swing, or Deja Vu that can re-roll the swing, those get played before the shift triggers because they're in the roll phase. That's before the result phase. Finally. The outcome phase. 
This phase starts once the result is final. So nobody has any change result cards to play. The result is final. This is when you would draw for Rally Cap. Or an effect like Tampa Bay, where you get plus one command after a strikeout. That only triggers if the outcome is a strikeout. If you roll a strikeout, but then deja vu it and get something else, the stadium does not trigger. That's the important decision here. All cards that do something like this will trigger on the outcome. So let's go through an example at bat. Ty France is due up. Both offense and defense can make substitutions. Technically, offense gets to substitute first, since you would be bringing up the batter to the plate first. I bring Ty France up to the plate. I say that I have a strategy card to play. I do this because I know that I need to give you an opportunity to play your own strategy card, substitute your pitcher, or intentionally walk France. You can choose to substitute your pitcher or intentionally walk France here. Technically speaking, you probably should be doing this before I announce that I have a strategy card to play, but in online play this is basically impossible, so it ends up happening this way. Before I play my strategy card, you play first pitch strikes. You do this because first pitch strikes, or any card that is played at the start of the inning, is played before the first at-bat. Cards played before the at-bat need to get played here, so managers also need to be put in play here. Generally speaking, it is a very common mistake people make to play start of inning cards or their manager before the pitch instead of before the at-bat, and usually people let it go. Sometimes people don't. I usually let it go in cases where it isn't significant personally, but there are cases where I won't, and technically you do need to do that first. So let's say you want to play full windup. You let me play my card first because if I have a card to play before the at-bat, I need to play that first. You tell me to play my strategy card, which means you decline to intentionally walk France and you decline to substitute your pitcher. I play slap hit because it is a card played before the at-bat. You play not so fast because you're really scared of Ty France's elite base running. Slap hit, slap hit is negated and we move on to the next phase. After this is where I would choose to sacrifice bunt or steal a base. I have nobody on base so I don't do that. I announce that I have another strategy card to play. I do this because I need to play it before you roll the pitch. By doing so, I have declined the option of sacrifice bunting or stealing a base. You have a choice here. You can play full windup for first, or you can let me play my card first and then decide to play full windup after. Since there's literally zero reason not to let me play first, you let me play. I play see it clearly, giving me a power die swing. At this point, I wouldn't let you put ba Bailey in the game now, because knowing that I'm playing a power die swing gives you a pretty clear unfair advantage when playing your coach. So that would be an example of when I would not let allow you to play your coach right before the pitch would be in this kind of situation. You play full windup. I decline to play another card. You decline to play another card. Now you can roll the pitch. Your command of 6, plus 2 from full windup, plus a roll of 4 gives you a 12. But my on base is also 12. So close. But you have a trick up your sleeve. You play instant replay and raise your command from 8 to 9, giving you a 13 pitch. This is higher than my on base, 
and I have no strategy cards to play, so you get the advantage. Once I have no cards to play, the pitch is done, your advantage. Now you can play ahead in the count to negate my power die swing. I am sad. Before my swing, I have a card I can play. Take what is given. It adds two to my swing and turns any hit into a single. You have no cards to play. I have no cards to play. Time to roll the swing. I roll a 20. Plus two makes it a 22. I have no cards to change the roll. You have deja vu to re-roll it, but you decide not to play it. Instead, you let us go into the result phase. Take what is given immediately makes the result a single. I've changed the result, so I can't do it again. You play Leaping Snag, which allows you to attempt to turn it into a line drive. You roll the defensive check, and it fails. Unfortunate. Because you really don't want to give up a single, you try to play Deja Vu to get me to re-roll it. Wrong. Once you play Leaping Snag, you have accepted the roll. It can no longer be re-rolled or modified. You have no way to change the result, so I get a single outcome. I now can play tipping their pitches, which can be played after a walk or hit. Note, the card says a walk or hit result, but it actually is a walk or hit outcome. This is because the roll phase rules overrule that. It shouldn't say it on the card, but we're not perfect. Now that I've played tipping their pitches, I would not be able to change the result, even if I hadn't already. By playing tipping their pitches, we have a finalized result, an outcome. If I had a runner on base, I could now choose to send them extra bases. I do not, so the at-bat ends. And then, we do it all again. So in brief, there's a new at-bat, we have substitutions, intentional walks, before the inning cards and before at-bat cards, stolen bases, sacrifice bunts, before the pitch cards, the pitch roll and after the roll cards, the result of the pitch roll to determine advantage and slash or mistake pitch, the pitch outcome, before the swing cards, the swing roll and after the roll cards, swing result cards, so you can change result, swing outcome cards, extra bases are during this phase. That's how the phases work. And if you ever are confused about how this works, you can always check out the Roll Phases document. It is pinned in multiple channels in our Discord. In fact, because I'm so nice, I will provide a link to it in the description of this podcast. So please, if you have any confusion, read the Roll Phases document. Please, read the roll phases document.